0: Next Saturday night, Florida Atlantic University and the Association of Performing Arts of India is presenting a concert at Florida Atlantic University with Krishna Mohan Bhatt on sitar. And uh, we have Krishna on the line. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hello, everybody. You'll be in concert next Saturday night with tabla player Uh And you've been playing the sitar traditional Indian instrument uh, ever since you were a child back in India. Can you give me a little bit of your history?
1: You know, I was actually for several generations, my uh, forefathers and my parents and grandparents, they have been musicians and, and uh, professional artists in the family. So I grew up, I was born, you know, and in the family of musicians and grew up, you know, listening to Music all around me. Even even uh, in childhood, I remember my my toys were more like instruments lying around in the in the house. So I was just you know pulling around with them.
0: Where were you when uh, sitar music became very popular with the Beatles and Ravi Shankar?
1: Yes, I was in India in India then, and uh, yes, and and actually. I somebody, a friend of mine, sent me uh, a copy of Sergeant Pepper's uh, Lonely Hard Club's Band of the Beatles. And I was so excited because I found, I found that they were so melodic, beautiful melodies they wrote. And, you know, so and I was in school then, you know, so. Well, what did
0: you think? That must have been quite a surprise to hear George Harrison playing sitar on a rock and roll album.
1: Yes yes i i i laughed a little bit but it was beautiful and just just the harmony and the instrumentation and the orchestra it all went very it was very appealing to me and then, especially all the melodies they composed
0: was that when you wanted decided to come to america
1: uh, i always wanted to travel for you know i i knew that when i grow up a little bit more uh, I would like to travel all over the world, you know, promoting and playing music, you know, so.
0: Ex- explain your name to me a little bit. Uh, it, it, there's a, a Pandit, is that Pandit Krishna Mohan Bhat? What, what pandit
1: did... or Ustad is used as a honorific, you know, for a learned person, you know, somebody who is uh, in India. That's what we call Pandit means like, you know, uh, somebody who is is knowledgeable about theory, history, and practical aspect of music.
0: When did you earn that title?
1: Uh, you Sometimes they give it to you. Like, I think uh, one time I was playing in a music festival and they called me. So, Pandit, you know, and I mean, I think one never stops learning in life. You know, it's like... It gets it gets better and better and then gets really difficult. You realize that it's like an ocean, you know, and you are just a drop. Then you know you can one and I personally feel like older I get, uh, it's not my music gets younger, by the way, but older you get, you feel like you know you are a student, you are learning, and there's so much, it's like no end to it.
0: Since the time of Ravi Shankar, the last 40 years, how has the sound of the sitar evolved?
1: Well, one thing is that the newer generation, younger musicians are playing electronic sitar. That's one big major change. And, you know, with electric guitar pedals and sounds and different, you know, it's not like the sitar sound anymore. It's just all electrified.
0: Is that good or bad?
1: i think it's 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 interesting it's fascinating for me you know um, but it's like if you were a hardcore uh, musician you the the true satisfaction comes from the traditional music and the pure purity of it that you know i do experimentations also i played with jazz musicians composers and I have toured and done recordings and things and and uh, so it's like uh, we have as artists we have so many creative parts in the brain that want to experiment sometimes and you know so but if you have a basic solid training in in one practice of art is is it's like you can do a lot you know you can branch out and
0: and play. I'm speaking with Krishna Mohan Bhatt who's going to be in concert at Florida Atlantic University next Saturday evening. Uh, For information the phone number is 561-297-6124. You play traditional music. How many songs are you going to play next Saturday?
1: (laughs) You know uh, our music is mostly improvised. So it's, it's, uh, it's possible to plan it, you know, I can play for 10 minutes, I can play for hour and a half, you know, one rag. Traditionally, they use in old times, they will play easily one hour, and you don't even notice the time, you know, and you just, it's like a journey, musical journey, and, and uh, uh, as you know, it's a uh, improvised mostly on the on the structures that you learn and spend years and years learning the training part. And it's an oral tradition. So uh, you play the same rock 10 times and each time it would be different. The feeling of it would be different depending on the Venue, place, audience, you know, it matters. You know, so it's not like written music. We don't have a sheet in front of us. So they say that it's like it's very live and and, and, and heartful.
0: I started off the interview talking about Ravi Shankar and how popular he made traditional Indian music. Has there been much crossover, Western
1: crossover
0: since that
1: time? Well, um it has expanded, you know, since that Ravishankarji's. By the way, he's also my guru, and I studied with him in Delhi and and many other places wherever I could meet with him when on my travels or his travels, and if it coincided. So uh, he's he's truly like a guru figure for me, and and reverence and and respect, and you know, I learned so much from being with him about life, about music, and, you know, so uh, I think it's much in a broader sense, you know, I mean, the audiences are all over the world, and credit goes to him of popularizing and promoting our culture and music all over the world, so it's in, in a good place, you know, and because of that, we are all traveling and playing and sharing our traditions. And there's something in the music which is very deep and and, and affects emotionally, you know. I mean, it's an expression of basic, you know, human being, human emotions, I would say. You know, it's all the same.
0: The the music and the rhythms you play is so different from, uh, you know, Western music. Do those, the
1: ragas and the tunes, do they go back thousands of years? They do. You know, it, it the roots of, of Indian music, Indian classical traditions is in the Vedas, which thousands of years ago. It's a tradition that started with sages and saints, and you know it comes from the same tradition as yoga and Ayurveda and Indian. You know, so, so many things uh, are associated with it. One aspect is the the emotions, their moods. There are many moods, like you can express through music and dance and mime, and it's so it all it goes back, just like in Western music, it was the court, it was in the temples and then came out of the temples was patronized in the courts by kings and queens and rajas and maharajas. And so that's where the the element of competition and, you know, to outdo and all these new techniques came and because it was a pride for those kings and rajas and and, and, uh, emperors and to have, they Ha, used to have this uh, court musicians and uh they called nine jewels so after the temples it went to courts and then they, you know abolished so then the new wave started and the music was presented in auditoriums and and the new rich became the patrons of music and societies and institutes and
0: you're keeping this history alive, aren't you, Krishna?
1: I am trying to, there's so much, you know, but I try to, I, you know, now, learning never ends. So I'm still learning, I think, you know, so many things.
0: A lot of people, when they think of Indian music, they also think of uh, of Bollywood. Uh, that's, that's, I imagine, a more contemporary Indian music.
1: Well, the roots of it all goes back to the classical tradition You know, it belongs there. And if you have some background of classical, you can do any kind of music, you know. And Bollywood has contributed a lot to the popularity of Indian classical music traditions also.
0: You mentioned yoga, and that also contributed to the popularity of Indian music. But now yoga doesn't use Indian music anymore. It it seems to have fallen out.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, or it's like new music, or you know, music that makes you simpler. You know, that you know, help you meditate and sit and. Well,
0: and what you do, what you do is is for meditation as well.
1: As well, yes, sure. I mean, there are there are several parts to a raga. Our music is based on raga and tala. Raga refers to the melodic aspect. There's no harmony, so the notes, you have to make them live and powerful and strong to have that kind of effect, which is not, you know, no harmonies and things. And that the tala is the rhythmic aspects, which is like each composition is set to a particular rhythm cycles, and the rhythm cycles can be from anywhere from four to You know, 16 and most popular are like 7 beat cycle, 10 beat cycle, 4, 16 beat cycle.
0: You're getting way too technical for me here. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Uh, Never mind. Are
0: Are you also an educator as well?
1: I have been teaching for a long time and I've taught some some universities and things like that,
0: you know. Pandit Krishna Mohan Bhatt in concert next Saturday evening, a presentation of Florida Atlantic University and the Association of Performing Arts of India. For more information about next Saturday night's event, the phone number is 561-297-6124, or you can go to fauevents.com. Krishna, thank you so much for taking some time to talking to us.
1: It was a pleasure for me. Thank you, Michael. Thank you.